All right, I'm is, seeing audio now. Now we have audio. But it has that look of music. Now we have the audio. No, I'm hearing you. Yeah. But it has that look of music. Nope, it's there. Yeah, it's there. Okay. No, I'm hearing you. Okay, guys. <clears throat> well, I just did a year of troubleshooting in about 20 minutes here. Man. At least you got it. Everything appeared to be working fine. I've been using this other thing for two days now, and everything was looking pretty good. And I was wanting to try it again because it's a very simple operation, and I liked it. But man, I'm back on a Wirecast now, and uh, you know, um, I'm about I'm I'm about to say that that other thing is just no good, Glenn. I'm about to say that it's just about it's just about to. Well, Tell for me. some reason, it changed your your tint and screwed up the audio. Yeah, let me. Um, I've got to get this question mark off. Let's see, how do I do that? Question mark. That's right. Man, I have no idea. Let's see. <laughs> Let's see. You're, we don't have a question mark there. There, it's gone. It's gone there. Uh, here. Okay. Now it's okay. Back. Okay. I can get it. Off. I, I can get it. There we go. All right. I I can delete that and get that off, and I can get it off here. Yep. Yep. Okay. It's all now coming it's back. It's all coming back. I. You know. I'm. It's on everything. I'm figuring. I'm figuring it out now. You know. It's. It's. It's uh, starting to. It's starting to come back now. Yeah. yeah they're saying your audio is a bit hot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wow. What a night, man. What a night. Yeah, at least you got it. Yeah. But everything is so, you know, uh, all my camera shots and everything, I've got to rebuild everything pretty much. But, I mean, I can, yeah. we can make it work here tonight. Uh, we can make it work. Um, all right. So, uh, all right. <laughs> hey, how's my color? Do I look better? Yeah, your color is a lot better. Yeah, look at here, man. Hey, 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 guys. You know. Well, okay. Let me just, let's just do this. Hey, let's just jump into something. I, I'm sorry. How many, we got, well, about everybody left us. I think we got a, six or eight people watching. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Color not so pale. Yeah. Boy, I had uh, several things. Let's see. I've got a. Uh, Your audio is bassy, though. My audio basic, I can fix that. Let's see, audio basic, basic, basic. 
All right, test one, two, three, four. Test one, two, three, four. I think that's me. Test one, two, three, four, five. One, two, three. Whoop, wrong way. One, two, three, four. I don't know. Did that, is it less bassy now? Yeah, you got it. Sounds good. Okay. All right. Very good. Um, so, I'm getting an error from YouTube saying, YouTube is not receiving enough video to maintain smooth streaming. As such, viewers will be experiencing buffering. Are you guys experiencing buffering out there right now? Uh, I'm not seeing any buffering. Man, I'm seeing, I mean, you know, we got a four, four megabit stream going out right now. It's, it's solid. I don't know why I get that message from them. Of course, it may be the internet provider Could here. Been from the previous what was stuff, that? too. Could be delayed a few minutes from the, yeah. the work you did. Yeah, well, yeah, it may be delayed a little bit. All right, let's do this. We got a few loyal people that are still with us. Hey guys, I just want to tell you, hey, hey, we'll just jump in a few things. We might have to repeat this next week. Everybody know, everybody out there, all six of you know what this is? Anybody know what that is? Yeah. Solder sucker. It's a solder sucker. Yeah, yeah, babe. Solder sucker. Man, it works, but it ain't great. Okay. No. All right, and what about this one? Everybody know what this is? That's a little bit better. A little bit better. The metal cased one is even better. A little bit better. A little better solder solder sucker. But you know, you know, Glenn, when I uh, when I try to desolder something or, or remove a part or whatever, you know, get all the solder off the joint. Uh, you know, I get the soldering iron on there and I heat it up. Then I take the soldering iron off, and then I got to get this sucker. It's already loaded. Then I got to take this sucker, and I got to put it right over it, you know, and then snap it. Well, yeah. by the time I get it over over there, it's, the stuff's done cooled a little bit, you know, yeah. and you got to go several times to to um, suck the solder off. Exactly. So I thought, well, you know, let me try something different. So I'm going to show you what I got here. Now, your audio is still hot. Still hot. I can turn it down a little more. Yeah. All right. Well, I can turn it down to like right there. That's better. That's probably good, yeah. So, so guys, I, I, I got this uh, in the mail yesterday. And uh, I'm going to try it. Uh, I thought about uh, ordering a solder sucker that had the vacuum on it. You know, it's actually it, it, the, mm -hmm. the little base unit has a hose and it has a vacuum running in it and it sucks it you know you don't have to do anything but i thought okay i'm gonna give this a try now the interesting thing about this and i saw a video of a guy using it it worked pretty good if you look at the end of the tip i don't know if you can see it or not at the end of the tip's got a hole in it that's for that's for sucking the solder out let's see if you probably can't see it no it's you're a little blurry on your yeah, little blurry tonight so so this actually heats it this actually heats it and sucks it. You don't have to take the soldering iron off and then and then put this guy on here and fumble around and try to get it over you know over the the pad and then click it. So it looked pretty neat. They put it right over the little wire right yeah. there. It heated that right looks up. Pretty cool. Huh? They heated it right up and then uh, the guy just hits the button and it sucks it right up. Now I haven't it used work? it yet. I, I didn't oh. sure how to clean it out. It looks like this thing pops off right here i guess it goes in here probably 
But uh, let's, uh, I'm going to try it. You can't be, when you need good solder sucker, you just need the best you can get. I may end yeah. up still getting one with the vacuum pump on it, you know, that runs automatically. But, right. But, you know, this was a really cheap. It's, and it's not going to show up because it's a green screen. Uh, it's green, by the way, guys. It's green. Uh, so uh, it was about 20 something dollars. Not much. But bad. but the fact that the tip actually heated the solder up and sucked it uh, eliminates that that uh, you know four or five seconds it takes to take this off and get this solder sucker on there you know so I'm I'm gonna try and see how it how it does there and yeah. uh, and we'll uh, we'll see what can, I'll, I'll uh, give you a report on uh, how that worked here okay. Um, and uh yeah hook your shop back to it well I, there you yeah, go I, I thought about that thought about that um so i we're back up to about 10 viewers and we had three people that came back how, how about that <laughs> yeah hey guys uh hey let me give you let me give you okay and see everything was set up on different pcs tonight so i'm gonna uh i'm gonna bring it up right here i'm gonna give you an update on a couple of things here uh, see if I can get on here, log into everything, and okay. All right. Um, all right. I'm going to uh, bring up. W5KB13, just give you a, 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 a 30 second update on it. Let's see if I can even, if it even work here. Oh boy. I mean, you know what? There were so many things that weren't turned on for this, uh, for this system here. I got to turn on the link now between the PCs. <clears throat> so I'll just tell you. W5KB113 has been flying for, I think, 800 and, not 800, 383 days, I think, uh, today. It's actually went through Hurricane Norma. It's flying at about 50,000 feet. It went through Hurricane Norma, and uh, it's making a circle down in the Caribbean. Now I got it up. I can probably bring the, bring the map up here. Uh, let's bring it up real quick. I'll show you where we are. 13 and we'll uh we'll track it for one year right here we'll track since well we'll track since launch because it's over a year all right so um and that's too much <laughs> good grief so you can see the flight path that uh, 113 has taken now it has moved up in the caribbean so it's above uh, in the northern hemisphere now uh, one more thing here I can get. I'm gonna show you on uh, show you on uh, APRS 113 on APRS. This would be a good uh, this would be a good one here to show you. Yeah. Now your YouTube video is quite blurry. It's blurry. So it it must be uploading at a very low resolution. Wow. I don't know. I don't know. 
And let's go to like seven days here. Okay. So um, there you can see. Um, You can see the last seven days. It's actually in the Caribbean now. So, you know, hey, we're, we're still flying. And right there at, uh, at Baja, what's that, Baja, California? Right yeah. there. We went right through the hurricane, right on the edge of it there. Uh, so um, I guess it's, uh, you know, I guess the ants uh, probably had an exciting ride there. Um, okay. So that's an update I wanted to give you about that. Um, Okay, the, the, the other webcast talk studio, uh, that was a bust. I'm going to put a big X by it. Uh, we talked a little about the solder sucker already, 113. We just had the update there on 113. Um, let's see. Um, I've got a video here that I, I want to run um, that I put together for you guys. Let me see if I can get the video on here. Um, And it'll take me just a second to bring it up. Okay. Okay. And, um, Yeah, for some reason, N7XGR got it. I had to go to the settings and manually select 720p because it was at 144p. Yeah, so, yeah, everybody, uh, if you go down to the bottom right there, or what, let's see, bottom right of uh, of your uh, YouTube there, you can right-click on, I forget what it is, but you can change the, you can change the rate that you're receiving. Some, for some reason... Uh, it looks like tonight YouTube put us down to a you know very low resolution you know um, so I'm trying to load this this uh, video for you if I can find it okay. Ah, maybe that's why. We'll see. Okay. I've got the video loaded on the Zoom machine, so I'll just bring it up over here, Glenn. So that means that means your picture goes away, but it goes away during the video anyway. Yeah. Let me take you down. I'm just going to open it over here on. Um, I'm going to open it over here. Oh, wrong button. Man, I'm sorry, guy. There I am, so messed up tonight. It's it's bad. All right.
Okay. Let's go over here. <clears throat> hey guys, uh, if you if you look at this, uh, that, that you can see uh, uh, what is going on. You can see right there. Hey, everything's kind of messed up tonight, but hey, you can see this uh, right there. Uh, you can see the little red spot there. That is uh, that's Hurricane uh, uh, Nor Nor Nora or Norman. I forget which one it is. Looks like Norma. Norma. Okay, Hurricane Norma. And uh, you can see the position yesterday uh, or two days ago of uh, W5KB113. It was right out, right in the path of uh, the the uh, the hurricane there. So it did make it. Uh, it did make it through there. It didn't come down. Uh, let's see what else I got here. Uh, there it is right there. There's another picture. It showed it made it made it right across Baja, uh, California. Talking about the uh, KU band stuff, uh, guys, like, let me give you an update. Uh, I, I got my KU band system uh, satellite and a dish and everything out. I built me a little uh, mount right here that I'm just going to set on the ground outside. And you can see the metal the metal mount. I, I, I uh, fastened it to the this this uh, uh, 2x3 uh, frame I built. And uh, that's going to hold it uh, pretty good. That give me a kind of temporary base where I can move it around a little bit and play with it. Uh, there's a shot from uh, the side. You can see uh, you can see how it's how it's mounted there. Uh, there's the uh, LNB, and man, these things are coming down in cost. LNBs are like eight bucks now, where uh, where you know years ago I I, I paid five hundred dollars for an LNB. I was gonna say. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the problems I've got on my dish, and here's the instructions for putting that dish together. If you notice right there in the center with a circle right there, uh, that's how you set the elevation. You see they've got degrees marked off. Uh, for instance, uh, Galaxy 16 may be set at around, around 49 degrees elevation. Well, you can see there you line, the, uh, you line that mark up at 49 degrees, right? Well, my dish don't have a mark there. And if you look over here on the right, you can see, and I'm, I'm, I'm dealing with these guys that sold me the dish. If you look here at the right, there's supposed to be a mark. On the, I'm saying, look, there's no mark here on the other side. Look, there's no mark here. The instructions say there's a mark. You know, where's, where's my mark? And I got one email back. I don't know if I can speak English or not. They said, they say, uh, the elevation is marked on the, uh, uh, marked on the bracket. Well, I'm not talking about the elevation that's marked here. I'm talking about the mark. Where's my mark? The index mark, yeah. Yeah, where's my mark to aim it? So I've contacted them again, and, uh, you know, I don't know. But, you know, I, I can probably deal, make it without that. Um, if I set the, it may be a little bit more difficult, but I can, I, can, I can set the azimuth where it's aimed toward the satellite, and I can just tilt the dish up until I, until I hit the signal, I think. So... Uh, I ordered me an additional uh, signal meter to put in line. It's just a little, looks like a little SWR meter or something. It's a, it's a little signal meter that just goes in line, and it's got a, it's got a little analog meter on it in a pot, and uh, yeah, you can, uh, you know, kind of set the needle in the center of the meter, and you can, uh, 
you can uh, then move the dish a little bit, peek it, you know, put the meter back toward the center and peek the dish again and so forth. And it's also got an audible signal that will uh, go higher and higher as you get a stronger signal and then uh, as you start getting weaker the, the, the audible signal will go will go uh, you know lower you know well Mark says I need a magnetic angle finder here the problem the problem I've got is this is one of those offset dishes you know it's an offset dish so the focal point's not in the center so I don't really know exactly where it's aimed I think it may be it may be 20 something degrees offset I don't know so I don't know, maybe if I stand the dish straight up and down, then maybe the mark there should be reading like 29 or something, you know, uh, with, with the dishes straight up and down. So, again, with it offset, I, I'm not sure, you know, how to measure the angle other than just finding the, finding the satellite there. Well, the good news is once you get it centered, you can make your own marks. Yeah, once I once I get it locked on a satellite, I can I can put a scratch mark there and a you know uh, you know permanent pin mark or something there you know and and uh, we'll get it you know. Uh, so anyway, that that's what I'm running into now. Uh, uh, so uh, today is Tuesday, guys. Thursday, I go have my other eye done. So I'm going to be at a commission for about four or five days uh, when I get my other eye uh, cataract surgery done on my eye. Uh, I won't be able to do much for about well, about four days. It's kind of, you know, it's not, not great. I mean, not hurting or anything. It's just that, you know, you're you're just not not up to a lot of things. So. I'm gonna. I gotta put. I'm ready to go. I got my my coax. I got my dish. I got my uh, signal meters. I've got everything ready. My receiver, uh, ready to take outside and aim and uh, try to get a signal on that thing. But uh, I'm gonna have to wait till after my my uh, eye surgery uh, to do it. Uh, that's you know in about a week from now I should be perfectly fine again where where I can you know do it. Okay. Uh, Let's well, speaking see. of getting stuff done, I'm kind of in the same boat. Yeah. Uh, finally laying the deck boards down and should have that finished soon. And as soon as I get that done, the next thing on the plate is uh, fixing the wires on my cobweb. Okay. So that I, I can get yeah. that back on yeah. the air. Yeah. So I'll have it for the winter. All right. Let me see if I can find that video. Uh, let's see. Oh. Uh... Everything just got so messed up here tonight. Everything went crazy. Um, I'm trying to think where it is mm, because it's on a different PC now. Uh, look on the C drive. Look uh, here. Okay. All right. Doing the old sneaker net. Doing the what? You're doing the old sneaker net. I don't know what I'm doing. Grabbing a USB drive and. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna see. I, can find, I, I know it's on a USB drive. I can just get yeah. that plugged but in. But I mean, there. back in the day, we called that sneaker oh, net. Oh, I, I never. Between the systems I to never, transfer the data. Never, never heard it called that. 
Yeah, back in the day when you moved tapes from one machine to the other, we called it sneaker net. Oh, didn't know that. All right. Okay, let's see if that drive came up. It says there's a problem with this drive, scan the drive. I don't think there's a problem with it. Nope. I don't think there's a problem. Now, you can get to it. It just probably needs a it, check. I think it came run up. Run to clean it up. I like the drive came up. Let's see. No, it didn't. Let me reinsert it. That should do it. Yeah, it did it. Okay. All right. All right. So I found the file. Okay. <clears throat> We're gonna try to play this, guys. Uh, <clears throat> tonight the plan was. Let me let me stop it here. Well, guys, it's uh, mid October. Okay. okay. First eye. Come on, stop. Okay. All right. Uh, hey guys, tonight. Tonight, we had planned on testing the other webcast system. I was going to invite a number of you guys to come in where we'd have like eight people on the screen. But all that was a big failure tonight. So, oh, what a disaster. I put together a little video of walk around. I was going to, you know, uh, I was going to, I'm going to, this video is going to give you a little, uh, little information about the studio here. It's going to go over to the workbench. It's going to show you the workbench, and I'm going to describe some of the equipment I've got on the workbench. It's going to go over to my operating position. You'll see it tonight, my operating position. We're going to go out to the uh, shop uh, where we put the dish together and stuff. We're going to do that. And then we'll go around and see the, uh, the Generac out there. I know everybody's interested in emergency power and so forth. And So it's like a 20-minute video. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and run that. Uh, uh, Glenn, we, we won't talk during the, the video because I'm running it on the, the Zoom PC here. So... Yeah, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and run this. And uh, hey, guys, if, if it gets boring, just go do something. And uh, we apologize for all the trouble we had tonight. Uh, and uh, we uh, we hope next week is better. Of course, we'll see. All right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. And where is it? Okay, here we go. Nothing's acting right tonight. Of course right. not. All right, here we go. Well, guys, it's uh, mid-October. I've had my first eye uh, cataract surgery. And, man, I am seeing perfect out of that oh, eye. Why? I'm reading fine print. Colors are just snapping out. Man, it's so beautiful. I'm starting to feel I'm starting to feel like getting back in and working on some projects. With the bad eyes, you just can't do projects very much. Anyway, hey, I get the other eye done Thursday in about three, four days. Get the other eye done. Hey, I want to tell you a couple things. I'm getting excited. I'm working on. Um, this is the studio. Um, as you know, I've been running a Wirecast. It's a commercial grade. It's five hundred to a thousand dollars software that does everything a TV station does, basically. It's complicated, but I pretty much learned it. But uh, 
Right now, I'm converting back to Talk Studio. It's a very small application. Uh, all the uh, uh, all the video feeds are actually uh, serving from the cloud. They're not coming back through me. So, if I have five guests on, normally they would come through me and out my internet connection. But um, with uh, Talk Studio, uh, all five you know remote people are on the cloud, and they're they're served from the cloud, not from me. So. It's got some advantages. It doesn't have all the bells and whistles. Wirecast, Wirecast. Okay. Anyway, um, it doesn't have all the bells and whistles, but it's still got the basics. And the interface is very easy, and uh, I like it. I like it. So what I'm doing, I'm, I'm, I'm basically changing the connections uh, from all the studio equipment uh, from the uh, Wirecast PC and getting them interfaced into... Uh, this laptop here uh, as the main uh, webcast laptop. Uh, if I need to go back to Wirecast, I just have to unplug three or four cables, and I've got a mark. I'll plug them back in the Wirecast <coughs> Wirecast PC that's down there, and uh, we'll we'll roll with it. <clears throat> anyway, quick overview again. Uh, this PC right here basically uh, lets me monitor YouTube in the stats. In the quality, uh, it also would let me bring in things like uh, you know web pages and and even I can play videos on it that would play back through our our uh, our broadcast. Uh, this PC right here, basically, I, I I bring it on just for the chat room, so uh, it's running chat room all the time. The computer back there, that, that's my Wirecast. Uh, this is the new lap uh, gaming laptop which we're going to use for the uh, Talk Studio. Over there, we've got, uh, that's the uh, PC that we use for uh, bringing people in on Zoom, and we would patch them from Zoom uh, into the webcast. Now, we don't have to patch anybody in with this talk studio, because everybody's going to be on the cloud. But it's still functioning, it's working. And then, as you can see right there, you might see there's a equalizer or a compressor, and then below that, a four-channel wireless mic. Typically, we use the uh, lapel mics uh, for the show because uh, when I turn my head different directions, the audio stays the same. If I was talking into this Heil PR40 and I, I, I turn my head this way, you wouldn't hear me. That thing uh, is very directional. And then, of course, here's our mixer that we bring in all the different microphones and the different audio from the different PCs are, are brought in here into this mixer. And we use both the main channel and an FX channel to separate audio. Now, I'm getting excited about working on some projects. As I told you, um, you know, I'm looking uh, at uh, experimenting with and playing with the KU band satellite stuff. Uh, I was big into the C band satellite system back in the 80s, built my own systems and so forth. Had a good time with that, but the 80s were a long time ago. That was, what, 40 years ago. So, now, now you can get on the KU band. There's free stuff up there, a lot of free stuff. And you can set up a KU band receive system for as little as 150 bucks. I'm gonna show you some of the things that I've got here. The, uh, the, the workbench is getting kind of cluttered. That's because I'm getting back into, uh, getting back into hobby. Uh, let me sh just show you a couple little things I've got here. Uh, down below is the spectrum analyzer. It's a, it's a uh, IFR spectrum analyzer. We got a um, 
uh, Tektronix uh, 2235 uh, dual bay and 100 meg scope. That is a four channel um, uh, laboratory power supply. Coming across the top here, we got uh, basically this is a, a um, well, it's a voltmeter, um, very sensitive voltmeter. We've got uh, we've got the uh, uh, bird watt meters here, a couple of bird watt meters. We got a couple of the uh, Galaxy or the uh, the CAA Mark II antenna analyzers right here. This is a uh, Regal uh, DSA uh, 815. It is a spectrum analyzer with tracking generator, and that is so cool for playing with filters. You can put this tracking generator on, and you can watch, you can watch the frequency. And when you get that filter tune, you can see the dip in the or the notch or or, or roll off. That's, that's kind of cool. I showed you the new uh, Owine meter last uh, a couple weeks ago. It's a cool meter. That's a homebrew power supply. It's a kind of a neat power supply. I built it years ago. And um, use the analog meter. The meter reads both uh, voltage and current. So um, you can read the voltage here, 5. If you can read it, 5, 10, 15. So if we crank this up to, if we crank it up to right, right there, we should have, we should have about 15 volts. This little cheapy uh, digital reader I added, it showed a little over 15. Uh, we flip this, and the bottom scale will read current. Uh, zero to uh, 1,000 milliamps or one amp. So it's kind of cool. We use that all the time. The old standby Simpson 160 meter. Um, man, I used it. My uncle used this in a TV shop when I was growing up. It, it's a meter still collectible today that people use it. It's a great meter. MFJ uh, antenna analyzer. This is a little homebrew. Uh, QRP watt meter that I built. Uh, uh, the scale on there is like 10 milliwatts and 100 milliwatts just by flipping the switch. And uh, well, there we go. Uh, I built that and uh, calibrated it with the spectrum analyzer. Here is here is uh, a computer that we use for satellite. Actually, I don't use it for satellite anymore. I'll tell you about that in a minute. Uh, we've got a little power supply over here to power a few things. This is a DV Mega. It's a IP only transceiver. It doesn't have an antenna connection, but it has. Let's see if I can get it. Let's see. Well, no, I can't get there. It's got an Ethernet connection in the back. You can see the speaker here. Speaker, the display. There's the microphone, volume control. It's a. DV Mega Cast, and just by clicking a button here, it will run uh, Fusion, uh, D Star, uh, and uh, the other digital modes uh, like DMR. So that, that is so cool. And we have a channel, our, our show has a channel, the uh, DMR channel, uh, 31693, if, but I've never talked to anybody on it. Coming down, dual bander, dual bander head. This is a uh, azimuth elevation satellite rotor controller. Uh, it's controlled automatically by our satellite system. We're not running a satellite program up here anymore. This is the entire 
satellite system right here. This thing has everything in it. It'll do everything a computer-based uh, uh, satellite system will do. And of course, it is interfaced to the uh, 9700, and um, uh, it you know it it, it will the, the uh, antenna will follow. It follows the satellite, and it changes the frequency and adjusts for Doppler shift right here. TS570 here. Uh, we use this for remote base. That is hooked to the computer there, and uh, we can come in remotely uh, and operate this uh, from anywhere. Anywhere that we have an internet connection, we can operate it. Uh, so that's what we got there. Coming back along, we got our uh, soldering station here. Uh, our soldering station here. This is the air station here. This actually, this actually does the heat, uh, uh, the blowing the heat uh, for for uh, soldering on some surface mount components. Uh, frequency counter, signal generator. Uh, this is a pretty inexpensive uh, oscilloscope. Uh, it's an automatic oscilloscope. You don't have to turn all the knobs like you do on the other oscilloscope. You just hit auto, and you hear it go click, 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 and it 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 sets all the, everything for you automatically. Uh, but uh, this is uses the same output as we use on our trackers that we build. Uh, it, it's a VFO. It'll go from like 0.1 to 160 uh, megahertz. That's kind of cool. This is a buck boost power supply. Uh, we can tune anywhere from a half volt up to about 30 volts with it. And uh, we can tune in like one hundredths of a volt increment here. Down below, we got multimeters. We've got some flukes. We got some triplets. We got some other things. I don't know what brand they are. We've got uh, uh, inductor meters, capacitive meters. We've got uh, some dummy loads here. Um, this is a uh, magnified uh, workstation. You can put your unit right here you're working on, and it comes up on the screen here. It's very uh, nice for working on small stuff. This is our lab-grade uh, microscope. This thing uh, came in tremendously helpful, especially building the little trackers, because uh, the trackers are micro, micro-miniature anyway, and hey, if you get a short circuit or a bad solder joint, you can't see it by eye. So we put it under the uh, microscope here, and man, this thing will will see it. You know, uh, toolbox back there, various pliers, uh, screwdrivers, and so forth. Uh, um, let's go over here to the uh, ham shack for a second. Show you the ham shack here. It's kind of messy, but I'm getting getting the urge to get back in it again. This is the uh, this is the Icon uh, 7610. That's, that's my go-to radio right now. I've been using that. Uh, we got a ICOM 7300 here. It's set up mainly for digital. I played around with digital a little bit. I uh, mainly use it for whisper when I'm testing, but that's, that's cool. Uh, in case I do want to run the 7300, I have a, a Ameritron AL80B. It's a kilowatt uh, 3-500 uh, uh, amplifier. Runs really, really well. Uh, Astron power supply, uh, TS2000. Uh, you guys might might remember this. It's a uh, it's a laptop we uh, we showed you on the show one week. It's the Evolve Three. It's about it's about an eighty nine dollar uh, little PC. It does pretty good actually. Uh, this is our antenna switch. We bring all our antennas from our antenna farm in right here. Uh, 
This is a uh, multi-band dipole, 84 to 20. This is a 40 meter delta loop, which would tune all bands above that or below that, you know, 40, 20, uh, you know, um, 10 meters, six meters and so forth. If I go to this position here, that uh, connects me outside to a 1500 watt uh, MFJ auto antenna tuner that's out in the back and it's connected to my uh, extended double zip antenna. My extended double zip is up about 80 feet. Uh, it's uh, two uh, 5 8 wavelengths on each side. Um, uh, about 100, 172 feet long, I think. And, uh, and then if I go over here, if I go to that position, that goes to a coax that is actually on a on an antenna switching box out there. So I can actually switch in four more antennas right here, like six meters or whatever I want to, just by going to this position here. And the top is ground, of course. Two, oh, let's see. Hey, this is my uh, 220 rig. We have a nice 220 group on out there. Uh, 220 is not very crowded. And we have great, uh, great group on uh, 220. Uh, here's a dual bander, 440 and two meters. Uh, MFJ uh, cross needle uh, SWR meter. This is an old, uh, uh, this is uh, an Icom, one of the first uh, D-Star radios right here. It's actually a dual bander. And then we got some uh, handy talkies and speakers, and there's some microphones I got from Bob Heil. And then. Uh, this is, I, I love this. This is my Alpha 86, my Alpha 86 amplifier. I've got it wired for 120 volts and uh, it'll run a kilowatt on 120 volts. Uh, and uh, the Alpha, this amp, you, you can put it on a kilowatt, you can lay a brick on the key, you can come back 30 days later and this thing is still, still putting out. And uh, it's cool. It's a, uh, it's almost continuous coverage. If you look at the bands, you've got you got 160, see the 80, and then the 40. But look in between there, you got between 160 and 80, you got an A, and then there's a B and a C. So you can actually you can actually tune up between the bands, and uh, it's a, it's a pretty broad coverage uh, amplifier. There's my key, Vibroplex key. Uh, I don't do a lot of CW. Uh, I did the 20 words a minute, got my uh, extra license. I can still do CW, but yeah, it's probably more like 12, 13 words a minute. All right, so hey, back to the workbench. <clears throat> Hope you're not too bored. So I'm starting to feel like we're getting my eyes done now, I can see, and I'm starting to get interested in more projects. So back to the uh, uh, KU Band Satellite uh, project. This is a test set. I showed it on the show. This is a test set that uh, you can hook uh, the coax there up to the dish, and it actually will give you signal strength, quality. It'll give you all the channels. Uh, it does a whole lot. I don't know what all it does yet, to tell you the truth. It will even become a TV receiver. <laughs> so you can actually, half screen here, you can actually pull up and watch the satellite program right here on the uh, on the test uh, set. So it's pretty cool, on-off switch, uh, USB connectors. Uh, it's got an audio uh, video in and out, and it's got HDMI, which is pretty cool. Nice carrying case here, didn't expect that. 
you know, years ago, you'd expect to pay a thousand dollars or something like this. Today, this piece of chess equipment, I bought this uh, it's new on uh, Amazon, $58. I thought it might help me align my dish and so forth, so I went ahead. Talk about receivers real quick for K, uh, KU Band. Um, you know, uh, they're getting cheap. Excuse me. They're getting cheap, guys. And uh, I ordered this uh, AMIKO, I guess that's Amico, uh, uh, S2X receiver uh, for, for special reasons. Uh, it comes preloaded with the latest uh, firmware. And uh, it has all the channels and all the satellites already in it. You can get cheaper receivers. Some of them you have to actually manually put the, the satellite in there and the frequencies and uh, so forth, which is doable. You just have to do it through your PC and hook to it. But I didn't want to go to that trouble first, just getting started. So we've got places for Ethernet, uh, the LNBN, uh, audio and video out and so forth. It's a cool little receiver. You can get a, and this is called FTA. If you want to search on the internet for FTA satellite, that stands for over the, over the air, over the air, free over the air. <coughs> so it stands for free over the air. And, uh, and uh, you can buy these receivers as cheap as $22, 22 bucks. Now I went again and upgraded, got a much higher end receiver here. This one's about $80. I just, you know, wanted to try to uh, <clears throat> have the best here as I, you know, get back into the satellite hobby. Got a little, uh, uh, little envelope. I mean, a, a note in here, who I bought it from. And look at there, uh, KE4EST. Wow, I sent him an email. Maybe he'll be getting with us soon. But uh, that's the receiver. And uh, hey, guess what? Uh, well, I ordered an LNB. The LNBs now you can get for as cheap as $8. Back in the 80s, we were paying $500 for uh, an LNA or an LNB. 500 bucks. You can get them now for as low as $8. Uh, I splurged and ordered one that was $22 to see if I could get one a little bit better. Uh, but guess what? Uh, just got the mail and my dish came in my 30 supposed to be a 39 inch dish, but I don't think it's 39 inches uh, I'm gonna go out. Let's go out and take a look at the dish that came in. I paid about a hundred Maybe hundred twenty dollars for the dish that included shipping and everything. Let's go out and look at the dish out in the shop All right guys, we're out in the shop now boy my shop is getting really messy <laughs> You can see it's really 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 getting messy and uh I got I to gotta get out here and clean it up. Maybe this winter, when there's not much else to do outside, uh, I can uh, I can get out here and clean things up, man. But, uh, hey, uh, here's the dish. You know, this is supposed to be a 39-inch dish. I think there's a gimmick on sales. Let's see what it really is. Let's go across it, if I can get across it here. 39-inch dish. Okay. Well... Well, I don't know if you can see that or not. 34 inches, 34. Now the way the Chinese measure these dishes is they measure all the way around the metal where it's wrapped around. So, you know, they add, they add uh, 
they add that inch there to it, and then they come around, and then they they add that inch to it. So metal to metal, it's uh, about 38 that way. Now this way, long ways, it's a little bit oblong, oblong, but I'm reading about, uh, if I can get it straight here, uh, let's see if I can get the thing lined up. About 36 and a half. Again, they measure it, they measure it all the way around. They measure it all the way around to the edge of the metal there. So that's 37 and a half, and then at the end, that'll make it 38 or so. Anyway, I'm not too concerned about that. Uh, people are using 32 uh, inch dishes. A little bit bigger dish will help you out to give you a little bit better signal. So here's some of the mounting hardware. Oh, with the dish came an LN, an LNB. Here's the LNB. Now, I didn't. I don't. I didn't order this LNB. I don't think. I, I guess it just came with the dish. That's why it cost a little extra. Uh, I ordered a two-output LNB, and this was in the box. And look, it's a uh, it's a four-output LNB. That means you can hook four receivers, uh, four different receivers to it, and run it in different places in the house. So uh, I got to put this together. The uh, dish is going to be, you know, we'll flip it over there and, uh, let's see, wrong one. We've got various uh, various hardware here. Uh, there's a little arrow there, so I suppose that means that's up. Let it go on there, the, the uh, mounting pipe, hmm, something in there. Look at there. All right, the mounting pipe actually goes in here somehow I don't know we'll figure it out and uh, what I'm gonna do I'm gonna, I'm gonna do like I did with my uh, satellite receivers up satellite antennas I'm gonna build a little two by four base maybe three feet square just out of two by fours and mount this uh, mount this on that uh, two by four base that way I can move it around in the yard and at some day, at some point, I may just put me a post out there in the yard and, you know, put set a six or eight foot post out there and mount it to it. But I'm going to mount it on a uh, homemade uh, little three foot square uh, antenna uh, mount, you know. Well, guys, while I'm outside here at the shop, I'm going to walk around, and I, I'm going to give you just a quick tour and show you the uh, Generac. I, I know a lot of people are interested in emergency generators and so forth. I'll show you again the Generac that we put in. Talk just a second about it. All right, so we're coming around the side of the house here. There's our uh, gas meter right there. By the way, this uh, LV you see here going into the wall, this is right behind the ham shack right here. Uh, I've got a two-inch uh, PVC that goes down underground. It goes out to my antenna farm. But uh, I just want to show you real quick the uh, generator. You know, I used to have a portable 8,000-watt generator I'd plug in and use when the electricity go out. And it was a hassle, but it got us by. But uh, finally uh, broke down and uh, broke down and uh, went ahead and put a, a Generac in. So let me show you what, had, what they had to do. Now... I think I could have done it studying the plans, but they had four guys working almost all day putting this in. And uh, it was a lot of work. 
since I had two main breaker boxes in the house, they put two two additional switches on. These are these are automatic switches that switch the unit uh, from uh, city power to uh, you know generator power. So uh, this is uh these were added. All the uh, PVC has been added here and so forth, and then you can see it goes run the pipe down. They ran it over to to the generator. Now by code, the generator could not go right here because it's under a window. And by code, uh, they say it can't be under the window. So we put it on down here, a little further down. And uh, we set it right here. I poured the concrete slab myself. They wanted uh, $200 to uh, bring a concrete slab out. So I got me some two by fours and about five bags of sacrete and just made my own slab. And I saved about 160 bucks, just or maybe even more on that. So you can see it bring the gas in. Well, you can see where the electric goes in and comes out right there. It goes down the wall, all the way down to the boxes down there. The gas line uh, uh, is mounted here on the wall with a cutoff, and it goes down to down to here to the gas meter. So, again, the ham shack is right behind this wall here. Uh, and, you know, hey, we're, uh, we're glad we put it in. We've used it a few times. In fact, uh, we were out of power almost for two days at one point, and uh, it, it ran the, the two days. We should have a green light saying we're ready to go. And I think we got a green light there. I don't have my key with me. Or I would open it up and I'd show you the generator and the engine inside. But uh, hey, that's it. That's a tour of the shack and the shop and the generator. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. All right, guys. Uh, I am back. Hope uh, hope you enjoyed that. It's just uh, something I put together today that we were going to watch right, well, as we tested our new system here. Let me see if I can bring Glenn back in here and if I can figure out how to do this. Let's see. Mm, there he is right there. Yeah, and wake <laughs> me up. Yeah, let me see. I'll be so glad when I don't there, have to get up early. There we go. All right, I got Glenn there. And... Um, let me just add me to that picture right there. I'm going to add me. Yeah, I'm curious how all that's going to work out. I'm going to add me right there. Look at there. So, but I'm, well, you can't see it. I'm in, I'm in front of Glenn now. So let me move me over to the side and uh, just shrink me down a little bit. I don't know. Maybe I need to move Glenn over to, let me move Glenn over like that and I'll put me Let's see, I got Glenn moved over, and I'll put me, whoop, I'll put me right here, kind of like, kind of like that. Okay, almost, almost set up here. Let's see how that's looking here. Bam. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we're we're kind of together. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, man. Well, anyway, hey, boy, it was a bust the first part of the show tonight. Anyway, hey, uh, Glenn, you may have been asleep. Did you see any of the video? Yeah, I was watching most of it. 
drifting in and out. All right, very good. I hope it was interesting to some you of the people out there. You got a big line right crossing my face. You got what? You've got a big line, probably from your chroma key, that's mm-hmm. cutting across my face. Oh, yeah, I know what that is. I know what that is. No, monitors. I just need to. I just need to crop my picture. See, let me put, put crop on. Crop, 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 crop. Yeah, that's the uh, edge of my picture left. You know, this, I'll just bring that in. How's that? How's that? That's better. <clears throat> See my shoulder. See my shoulder. How now I'm out of the picture. Yeah. Yeah. I just. I was just. I was just too far. You were too wide. I was just too wide. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well. Boy. Hey. I'm tired from tonight, man. I am tired. This was a. This was a mess tonight. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I'm tired too. Getting up at 5 a.m. But again, that's gonna stop eventually yeah you're gonna be uh you're gonna be retired here pretty soon and hey man then you'll sleep till 10 o'clock every day pretty right? much if you want to yeah that's pretty much the plan yeah yeah you know i've been getting parts in and i'm getting ready to start building some cool stuff too yeah well good well i hope that um <coughs> i hope that next week um that uh yeah if you're the, I, I hope next week the eye doesn't slow me down any this, this past time when i got my eye done i got my eye done on thursday afternoon and by sunday it was just about normal by sunday that's what three days or, friday saturday time. friday saturday sunday three days so you know I, I i think within three or four days after thursday i should be back to it and man i'm really excited about trying to play with the ku band stuff out there and there's so many satellites out there. Uh, Galaxy 19, I was just checking uh, yesterday. Galaxy 19, I think it's got close to 150 channels on it. Now, it's not any really, I mean, you know, there's all kinds of channels out there. There's some programming out there. Uh, there's a lot of feeds. Uh, there's a lot of, just all kinds of stuff out there. So that's just the interesting part that I wanted to see, just, you know, what you can find. There's a lot of foreign there's a lot of foreign stuff on there. You know, if I want to watch uh, Sudan, I can watch Sudan. And uh, I, I tuned in, uh, the guy tuned in his and showed us Sudan today. It uh, looked like pure total chaos, and I couldn't understand a word they were saying. But uh, <laughs> anyway, there's all kinds of stuff on there. That's just, I just wanted to experiment and play with, and uh, uh, that's just on that one satellite, uh, uh, Galaxy 19. And, uh, you know, there are other satellites with a lot more stuff. Uh, because of my house and my trees, I'm blocked from about south all the way to east. There's a lot of satellites from south to east that I, I won't be able to see. But I pretty much can see the ones from south to the west. There's a lot of them up there, and Galaxy 19 is right there at the, at the south. So uh, looking real forward to hooking it up and... Uh, I'll probably just, just put it on that little that little map that I showed you. Yeah, I'm curious about yeah, how that's yeah. gonna gonna look. Yeah. I'd like to see all that. <laughs> and I might, you know, at some point, you know, and you know, and I'll probably turn it out there and see what other satellites. But you know, my C my C band stuff I had back in the '80s, it was motorized, where I could tune through the right uh, through the Clark Belt out there, the geosynchronous uh, orbits, and get all the different satellites. This was not. Uh, this was not going to be motorized. You can motorize the KU band, and I may try to do that at some point. 
but uh, you know, I may just go out there and just uh, mainly move it to another satellite and see what's on there, and uh, you know, we'll uh, we'll go with that. It, it, worst case, uh, I may mount it permanently on the side of the fence on the side of my yard, or maybe just put me a a post up out there and just mount it to that post, you know, and just leave it, leave it, you know. So, but I wanted to be able to move it around. Uh, as I experimented with it uh, to try to get you know into different clearings uh, to see the sky there. Yeah, I want I want to see how all that works and what kind of programming's out there. That should yeah. be interesting. All right. Well, okay. Well, guys, uh, we're gonna call it a night. Glenn needs to go to bed. Yeah. And uh, I'm just disgusted the way it turned out in the beginning here. And uh, uh, well, you're just gonna have to practice and play with that melon app a bit more. Well, see, the problem, I think, the Mellon app, say, what, what, I've got all this other equipment set up right here that you saw. Right. And it's all interfaced and everything. And, and, and the, you know, on the Mellon app, I, everything kind of sort of works on the same PC. But I was trying to bring audio and different cameras into it. And, uh, it was it, just too much for you know, it became, it became, uh, you know, just kind of, kind of not so much fun there. I think right. if I if I had it set up separately on a different table, uh, and kept it really clean and only three or four cables, uh, you know, and test it really good, uh, I think uh, it, it'd be okay. Yeah. Uh, but I was trying to interface it into a lot of cables and stuff we have here and all kinds of stuff, and whew, what a mess! What a mess! Yeah. Might just stick with the Wirecast. Uh, again, this 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 wirecast is 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 it's a very high end webcaster. It's kind of like it gives you all the stuff that a TV station has. It's just so much that uh, uh, I was looking for something to operate a little more simply. I'm gonna say good night to everybody, and uh, we'll we'll try to see you next week. Can't promise you I'll be here Tuesday night because of my surgery on Thursday, but I should be. I should be okay, and uh, we'll. We'll play it on something uh, for next Tuesday. Send me through to everybody. Good night to everybody. Uh, uh, good night to everybody in the chat room. Thanks for the 20 people that stuck with us tonight. And uh, we uh, really appreciate you. And uh, I'll take all responsibility. It wasn't Glenn that broke it tonight. It yeah, was, I didn't break it this time. It was, it was me. Normally, I'm the one that breaks yeah. it. And, uh, you know, everything is touchy. Even YouTube's touchy. You stop the, you know, you stop the, 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 uh, the, you, you stop the webcast and turn it back on, and YouTube thinks that your show has ended and it's done started a different one, and you know, it just, uh, you know, I don't know. Okay, yeah. that's enough complaining. I think it's time for popcorn. There thank you, you thank you, yeah. WD8IOL. Thank you so much. Uh, Hey guys, I, I'll stick around for a minute. The show is officially over. The show is over, over, over. Let me see. Over, I got something over. to say. If I got something to say, the show's over. Let me look here. Let me look, man. I used to have something here that said the show was over, and uh, that it's the uh, show after the show. But I think that's gone now. Anyway, anyway, okay. So the show's over. This is not ham radio anymore. This is not ham radio. So all you people out there that. We're not talking ham radio anymore. This is a new show. In fact, watch this. Watch this. Watch the video, guys. Boom. Goodbye. And boop. Hello. This is a new show.
Oh, uh, okay. Well, I you should have changed your shirt in the meantime. Yeah, well, let me get in, let me get it. Oh, let me get in a let me get it right here. I'm gonna get in a different studio. Mm, all I gotta do is figure out how to get in the studio. Let me see. I gotta add that. Add that. Add that. There we go. Look at here. Now I'm in a different studio. Yeah, I like it. Uh, oh, oh, oh wait, wait, you're not seeing. You're not seeing. It. Now I'm in a different studio, right there. There, you there, go. We, there we go. Let's see. Let me let me back up a little bit. There we go. Back up, back up, back up, back up. Whoop, there we go. All right. So hey guys, this is a, this is not uh, this is not the uh, ham show anymore. Hey uh, W D A I will. Thanks man for your prayers for the surgery and everything. Hey, I know it's gonna go great. I just want to stay on here just for a second and tell you guys that. You know, I'm the type that don't like things like sharp objects, needles, scalpels, you, anywhere, you know, anywhere no. around my eye. You know, screwdrivers. No, Let's, no, let me get no, Glenn no. back in here. You know, I don't think I don't like things like screwdrivers, drill bits, scalpels, uh, needles no. around my eyes. So I was hesitant to go in and have this done, but uh, I thought my sight was fairly good. I mean, I could, I could. You know, I can see outside, I can see down the road and stuff, but it was getting where I couldn't see uh, the writing on the street signs, you know, until I got real close. And uh, and then particularly, uh, like on my test equipment, you know, like on the tectonic test equipment, you got the little bitty writing around the knobs and stuff, you know? Yeah. I, I, I couldn't even see, really see very well what I said. I had to get a flashlight and aim it right on it, you know, to see what it was. And, I, and, and, and the thing that the killer was, my, uh, my eye doctor told me, he says, Tom, I don't think I can do anything else for you. He says, you know, you're to max. He says, I don't even know if you'd pass a driver's test, the visual driver's test. And that got me thinking. And uh, I know that this past year, things has really accelerated. I could tell this year things are getting bad. My night driving, I didn't feel comfortable. Night driving yeah. and stuff like that. Uh, and uh, so I said, okay, even though I don't like drill bits and, you know, ice picks and needles and stuff, you know, around my eye, I'm going to have it done. Well, I went in. You guys may have seen my hand. My hand looks a little bruised here. I don't know if you see that or not. <laughs> well, that one here, it's got a little bruise on it. I don't know. They, they tried to, this is uh, two weeks ago, they tried to put an IV in there. And uh, they, they were having a little trouble uh, putting an IV in there for the surgery. So they, they went on up in the arm here. Uh, so um, anyway, uh, so I went in and, uh, you know, they, they, uh, they got me ready. And, uh, of course, they gave me a little IV right there. Well, they can give me some happy juice, they said. They said, no, we're not going to put you to sleep, but we're just going to make you feel good. Okay. Well, I'm like, put me to sleep. Well, that's what I thought. <laughs> I t in fact, I told the guy, I said, I paid extra out at the front desk for, <laughs> you know, to be put to sleep. That's what I'm expecting. He said, we don't put you to sleep here. I said, okay. I said, just make things clear here. The, uh, the tip, the, the tip that you receive is going to be inversely proportional to the pain that I feel. I'm not okay. worried about pain. I'm worried about yeah. the needle in my eye, man. Well, so so anyway, uh, anyway, anyway, uh, hey, the only thing I heard was when she tried to put that needle in my hand. Of course, you know, 
I mean, a lot of times that doesn't even hurt, but she had to do it in her arm. But anyway, so <coughs> he said, you know, we, we don't put you to sleep. Okay. So I went back here, Glenn. They rolled me back here. And um, no extra medicine. The IV hadn't even started any, any happy juice yet or anything. So I went back here and I laid down on this uh, table. And that was a laser light show. The guy said, oh, and then he has something like a ring. He has a ring. He just opens your eye up and puts that ring around your eye, and it just holds your eye open. I was wondering how they're going to keep my eye open without me blinking. Yeah. But, hey, they got a couple eye drops. I think it just kind of deadens the eye. Puts a ring there. It holds your eye open. No pain. No no feeling. No Nothing wrong. And he said, just watch the light show. And I guess the laser went bam, 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 bam. And there was, man, there was fireworks going everywhere. I did not feel a thing. And I think what that did, basically, that just took that, uh, that lens, that, that uh, cataract lens. And what a cataract is, your lens turns brown. It just, it, it colors. So I think it just destroyed the, uh, the, the lens. I don't know how they got it out of there after it broke it up. I was always under the assumption that once that thing was broke up, then they used some type of vacuum and suck it out. Right. But they didn't do that. They did not do that. They just used that laser. And then, then they said, okay, uh, let's, let's go in another room. I went in the other room. I guess that was the operating room. I don't know. So I went in the other room. Oh, and, and, and the, the laser deal, it took about three or four minutes. And I was awake the whole time, three or four minutes, maybe five minutes max. So then I go in the other room, and I lay down on the table, and I scoot up. And um, I get ready. And a doctor comes in and sits down beside me. Uh, and then, you know what? In 45 seconds, I'm thinking 45 seconds, he says, I'm finished. I didn't feel a thing. I was awake. I didn't feel a thing. Now, they may have gave me a little bit of happy juice, a, mar a co cocktail, a margarita, something in that thing. I don't know. I was going to say, I mean, how do you keep your eyes still during all of that? Well, I... I I don't remember that. Because, I mean, I'd be, like, moving my eyes because I'd just be fidgeting. So, like, when he did the laser, he told me, he said, now, okay, uh, he said, uh, look down, look way down. I look over to the left, look to the left, look a little more, a little more. And I was moving that eyeball. I, I, I wasn't seeing nothing in that eye, but, you know, I guess he, he was working working on that. So so I go in there, and he puts that lens in, bam, you know, bippity-boppity-boop, it's, He's through, man. He's through in about, you know, a minute or so. So, uh, you know, no pain felt. Nothing. Nothing. So I got out of there. They were nice enough to roll me out of the car in a little wheelchair, but I could have walked. Uh, and then we went from there. We drove down to a, a restaurant. We went in and had lunch at the wow. restaurant right after I had the surgery. Then I came home. And then uh, uh, I was seen right after I walked out of the doctor, the, the hospital there. I, I was seen. So it was relative. It was really simple. It was easy. No pain. It was fast. But then that 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 evening, Glenn, that evening, that night, the next morning, I went blind in that eye. And I thought, oh man, what has gone wrong? You know, I've got this, I've got this sinus is coughing, and I thought, man, if I didn't jerk that lens around somewhere up there. And, Went back, had a you know follow-up appointment the next morning, and um, the doctor says, well, he said, that's normal. He says, well, what happens is after surgery, 
your eye will, you know, it'll swell. Just like after any surgery, you'll swell usually the first or second day after is your, your two worst days. It didn't hurt me, but I just couldn't see much at all through it. By the time I left the doctor's office that morning, the next morning, I was seen again. And that was that was uh, Friday morning. And by Sunday morning, I, I felt like everything was back to normal. That's amazing. They do give you a little uh, patch to put over your eye at night so you don't poke around at your eye. You, you wear that for... For about a week, and and that's it, man. That's it. And uh, let me tell you, I am seeing <clears throat> probably eighty percent of the people in our chat room that are old or getting old, like me, or I'm know, gonna need it at some point. Or four, or forty years. Uh, you know, it starts hitting about forty. You start getting the, the cataracts start coloring your your yeah. lens, and uh, <laughs> you get glasses, and that helps you. You know, your glasses will help you, you know, still focus and see things. But it gets to a point where they don't do any good any, any much more. So I'm just telling this to all the people out there watching, all 15 right now that are watching. And out of 15, there's got to be at least a couple of old guys out there watching right well, now that, that need this done, that need this done. And I'm talking to you too. Uh, it's the best thing I've ever done. Glenn, I feel like a new person. Just with this one new eye, I am seeing such fine print. I'm reading right now such fine print. I would have thought I was looking through a microscope. I can see distance. I can see mid-range. I can see close by uh, reading. And uh, it is, it's amazing. The colors. I thought my computer monitors are going out. I had one I was going to throw out in the trash because it was so washed out, man. And, and it got to where things like email or um, uh, text with a white background, it was just so washed out, you couldn't see it. Wow. And man, I mean, it pops out now, I see it, I see colors. Colors are so uh, bright now, I, you know, I don't know if I've ever seen colors that bright. And that's just a one good eye right now. That's amazing. And right now, the other eye still got the cataract, so I can cover this eye, and hey, I can look at my wall in here. I can see my wall right now. My wall is white, just really yeah. nice white. I look through here, and my wall is kind of, kind of brown. It's kind of muddy looking, you know. Yeah. White, muddy, and so I'm thinking when I get this one replaced, then both eyes are really gonna, you know, work together. So. Uh, yeah. No, I'm gonna have to do the same thing at some point because my night vision is starting to starting to fade yeah, it's yeah. not bad but it's starting well let me let me let me uh, uh just throw this extra out uh medicare will pay for having your cataract surgery done and they'll yeah. even they'll even pay for you a pair of glasses typically uh that level of cataract uh surgery it won't it won't give you reading and far distance you're going to have to, you'll have to get like some reading glasses. You'll be able to see near, you'll be able to see far, but typically you won't be able to really read without some reading glasses. And you can get oh, those at Walmart or anywhere. All right. I already have bifocals. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. But I, I was hoping not to have that. And, and, and the doctor really said, I, I really, I paid extra Glenn to have high end lens put in and, uh, the lens I had put in were supposed to give me close reading, medium, and far. 
But he says, now, we can't guarantee all three ranges. We, we just we can't guarantee it. You may have to get some reading glasses or something. But, man, it has, it, 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 it's worked beautifully, man. Now, right. I, Very cool. the, the, save your money up. If you want to get the high-end ones, I, I, it cost me, above Medicare, it cost me $4,500 for this eye and $4,500 for this eye. So it's almost $9,000, but the lens that I had put in, and I, I asked the doctor, I said, well, well you know, I, I understand what bifocals are, I understand what progressive is, you know, in glasses, but what happens if that lens turns in there? You know, am I going to be looking crooked or, you know, like this? And he says, no, and, and I've looked at his pictures. These lens are circular. They have circular lens in them. The lens goes all the way around, and yeah. there's another set that goes around, and another set that goes around. So I guess if they turn, you still got the same lens, you know. Right. The whole whole time. So, uh, I'm very happy with uh, what what I've had done. And oh, and hey, on my follow up, you know, when I went in, you know, talk about needles. When I when I went in uh, for my checkup next morning, I said, hey, I can't see out of that eye. And he said it's swelling. And uh, doctor said I'm going to take a little device like a spoon. So they put when they put that lens in, they put they make like a, a two millimeter incision, two millimeters. It's not very big, man. No. He says he said uh, I'm gonna uh, you got swelling in here. He says I'm gonna take this little device. It's like a spoon, and I'm just gonna press press your your eye there and get some of that fluid out, you know, through that incision. Now I didn't ever see what he picked up, but Kathy was sitting over there, and she says if you'd saw what he stuck in your eye, you would have fainted because it was a needle. It was a needle, but I, I didn't see it, man. I, I didn't see it. And I hope I don't ever see it, you know. So anyway, anyway, uh, everything worked out okay. No, I'm just like, knock me out, wake me up the next week, and I'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Medicare will pay. Mo Medi Medicare can get you medically fixed up. They'll take those cataracts out and get you some brand-new vision. You may have to wear reader glasses. Most likely you might. Uh, are you I gonna, do that you now. Gonna, yeah, yeah. All right. And, hey, right now, I go around all day, take my finger to push my glasses up right here, you know. Like, oh, man, there's nothing there. Yeah, there's, there's nothing there. <laughs> there's, no, there's no glasses there, man. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, guys, that was your medical uh, update <laughs> from Tom's Medical Webcast. And... Uh, uh, the things that we said may not apply to all. It's just our own experience. So, uh, you know, don't take it as a, a guarantee. Yeah, next week we'll talk all about heart surgery. All right, we can do that, but that'll be after the show. We'll have a medical show after the show for that because, uh, you know, I don't want uh, I, I, I don't want uh, the, the hands getting in there saying all the old guys talk about on the air is uh, their medical problems, you know. Oh, so. no, there's a 40-meter net for that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, hey, hopefully next week I will mention that I've got two good eyes now instead of one. There you go. Yeah. All right. Good night, everybody. See you, man. Hey, appreciate you being with us. We still got 14 people hanging here with us tonight. Yep. Save me through, everybody. We'll see you later. Good night. See you next week.